Welcome to Sound Advice with Phyllis Nichols. This podcast is for women and the men who love them who are determined to make a difference in the world. You'll hear from other women who followed their own path to success, who are willing to share what they've learned along the way. Be ready to laugh, learn, and be inspired. Who knows, your story could be next. Your host, Phyllis Nichols, will make sure you see the possibilities in your own life, and even better, give you proven strategies to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Welcome to the Sound Advice Podcast, where we discuss strategies for winning in business and in life. I'm Phyllis Nichols and the founder of Sound Advice Sales and Marketing. And today I'm really excited. We have a great guest. Carrie Connolly is on the podcast today. She and I did this interview a couple weeks ago, gave us a lot of great information. Carrie's personal mission is to empower women every day, and she lives this out in her business, Vision to Mission. You can find that at visiontomission.net. She's also part of the leadership team at Savor the Success, and she has a new venture called Dove Writers. At Vision to Mission, she offers strategic coaching, power consulting, and provides massive results for her business clients. She's a self-described transformational coach, having experienced life-changing results early in her career. When she worked with the coach, she quickly saw that this was just a great tool and a great methodology in order to work with women and bring out their best. She works in the corporate and entrepreneurial arenas, which has a special emphasis on the direct sales industry. Carrie's just as passionate about helping teams work cohesively and productively. She's got a great track record helping executives and managers develop their teams. She uses her expertise in the DISC personality profiles. Um, You may know that as the DISC profile. Um, Carrie uses that tool to help teams get healthy and work better by maximizing each individual's unique talents and skills in order to maximize their contribution both individually and as part of the team. Carrie's a popular speaker, and she's passionate about connecting people to their purpose. And you'll see that, and she talks so eloquently about um, that topic in the podcast. Carrie's a Christ follower, and she lives out what she calls her messy faith in a fully fallible way. And she writes about that at her very popular blog called Jersey Girl Jesus. Carrie's been writing, she tells me, since the eighth grade. And for a long time, she kept that as a written part of her habit or a written or a hidden talent, excuse me, and um, only indulged in it when uh, when she felt like she really had to or needed to. But with blogging, she came to realize that the writing and the things that she wrote about really resonated with other people and we're glad that she did. She recently started Dove Writers, which you can find at dovewriters.com because she wanted serious writing accountability and but she wasn't really sure, couldn't find a group where she felt like the faith-based writing she wanted to do would be welcomed as part of a traditional writer's circle. So, you know, what I love about Carrie is she saw a need, she couldn't find what she was looking for, and she decided to go ahead and do something about it. So she started Dove Writers, where herself and other writers like her can be able to be part of a safe community where they can write, talk about their writing and get coaching and experience and help regarding the face-based writing that they want to be able to do. 
Carrie's work has been featured on She Loves Magazine and the Saver Life Magazine and in Daily Worth, among other websites. She's currently working on a novel. She's one of the busiest women that I know. Um, one of the things she really excels at is in her communication style and effectiveness. And she gives us some great tips in the discussion on the podcast about how to up our communication effectiveness, whether it be at work, with our family, in a business setting, or even in a personal setting, you know, and being how to be a better communicator and how to make that work for you. So thank you for being here and uh, enjoy the podcast with Carrie. On the line with us today is Carrie Conley. Hi, Carrie. Hi, how are you? I'm great, and thank you for joining us. My pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. Super. Well, if you know, with our Sound Advice podcast, we always start by asking, what is a piece of sound advice that has been helpful and meaningful to you or something that's just been really important in your life? Hmm. Um, You know, I think whenever I'm asked that kind of a question, I always go back to a time a long time ago, many, many lifetimes ago, when I was in, I was a student at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And I, you know, that seems like so long ago and such, such a completely different life. Um, But I remember I had this acting teacher, her name was Jackie, and we were in the student lounge. And she said something to me, she reached over and it was in a very, it was a very kind, it was in a very kind way that she said to me something, she, she kind of grabbed my hand and she said, something in your life has made you very defensive and it's interfering with your work. And of course I was very taken back. I was like, yeah. what? and I was, I was very young, you know, I was in my early twenties at this point in time, you know, and, and I, but I was very taken aback, but the way she said it, she, it was so kind and it was so, um, not in the, in a heated moment, you know, not mm-hmm. in a moment when I was feeling defensive, I was relaxed. Um, and so I was actually able to absorb that. And that small, tiny little piece of it, it's not necessarily advice, but, um, that, that experience has, it really changed me and it really spoke to me. And, and because she did that, and I guess because of the way she did it, it really helped me understand and recognize when my defensiveness is getting in my own way. And so that's one of the, I guess, the biggest pieces of advice that I would give to people and that I like to remind myself of is is to be open to the information that's coming into me because if I'm not open to the information that's coming into me, um, even if I don't necessarily like the way it's coming into me, I could be missing out and, and something could be interfering with my success. And so, um, it, you know, it's a great business lesson. Am I being too defensive? Am I trying to defend something that doesn't even really need defending or warrant mm-hmm. defending or is worthy of defending, but I'm, I'm holding on to it and I'm trying to defend it against some unforeseen foe, you know, and, and it's keeping me stuck. And so that's been some of the most most useful advice I ever got. Well, that's great. And thank you for sharing such a, a great story, too. Um, it sounds like this was a person who just really was willing to sit down and be vulnerable with you. 
which is really a gift in its own way, you know, to, to give you that space and to sort of be open with you. Yeah, and, you know, the whole exchange took maybe less than 10 seconds, you know, but it was, it was really profound. And I think she, one of the things that I think she, she did so brilliantly was she didn't do it in, in a moment. And this is just one of those interpersonal skills that, mm-hmm. you know, we can always learn is so important. She knew not to do it in a moment when I was being critiqued. You know, she didn't do right. it in the, in the heat of a moment when I was, you know, getting notes on my scene or after I had just poured my heart into a scene and in class. And she didn't do it in front of, you know, 100,000 people. She did it directly to me, but she did it in a very quiet way. She touched, she reached out and physically touched my hand, so I felt cared for instead of beaten up, you know. So those were some really, that, that's another thing that I've often reflected back on is how she did it, and I've tried to learn from, from that because that's just as important as what she said. Yeah, that's terrific. That's actually very good advice to be the uh, what's that saying? You know, it, it's not what you said, it's how you said it sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? So, um, which is especially when you're trying to release a, a really personal insight for someone. Now, mm-hmm. you mentioned that you took from that experience the, the realization to, you know, to be open to what's coming in. So if there's mm-hmm. somebody listening to the podcast who maybe has issues sometimes with being open, do you have any go-to strategies or any suggestions for someone that maybe wants to work on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, take a deep breath, right? Take a, take uh-huh. a very deep breath because it's very, um, it's very important to understand that first and foremost, another person's opinion of you or your work, you know, or whatever, one person's opinion is never going to make or break you. You know, one customer is never going to make or break you. One, uh, one bad review is never going mm-hmm. to make or break you. It's what you do with the information, right? So, so first and foremost, take a deep breath um, and then, then really kind of step back objectively. And let's be real. Sometimes, I know for me, there are some times when I might need a few days to do that, especially for something that – I'm feeling specifically raw about, you know. Um, give yourself the time to, to really get perspective on it. And, um, and then examine the, the feedback objectively, you know, and be willing to um, really examine not only the feedback but your response to it and specifically uh, uh, examine the, the responses where you're, you are experiencing resistance to what's being said because usually that's going to tell you two things. And the, mo- the, better, the, mo- the more self-aware you become, the, the better you'll get at this and you'll be able to figure it out more quickly, is that either it's really, really good spot-on advice if you're feeling resistant to it. It's either really, really good spot-on advice that you need to pay attention to because it's something that's coming up a lot for you Mm -hmm. or it's really crappy advice and you should just ignore it. (laughs) Right. So it's because it's not going to work for you. And that's, that's true. Right. And I think that some of the messaging that's out there about, about accepting feedback is, you know, Hey, it's all in, it's, it's just information. And that's true. It very often it is just information, but sometimes we are surrounded by people in our lives who just are not our 
not really on our side, you know, for, for a right. number of different reasons. Or they don't have enough information. They're not well-informed, and we are more of an expert in what we're in the topic than they are. And so we always have to examine. Sometimes our instinct is spot on, and we need to learn how to trust that it, despite what other people are saying. But then sometimes if we're, re- if we're resistant to what's being said, it might be because it's really spot on and it's an area that we really need to work on. And so you can kind of, and, and you really do know, if you're really being honest with yourself and you have the courage and the bravery to be honest with yourself, you, you know the difference. You know the answer. Um, if it's something that people have said over and over and over again, there comes, a t- and this happened to me, people used to tell me I was intimidating and I was <laughs> unapproachable, right? That was, pe- that was people's feedback, that I was intimidating and, and unapproachable. And for a very long time, this made me very upset because I'm sitting here like, really, me, intimidating and unapproachable? And right, then I right. realized, you know, okay, there are some things in my personality and in my communication style that I can change to um, and, and that's when I got certified as a DISC uh, personality, you know, a consultant in DISC personality assessments, and I became, I became a human behavior specialist. So I said, okay, now I can start to recognize some of the people who might respond to my communication style with the feeling that I'm, I am intimidating, and I can change that. I can tone myself. I can tone it down a little bit and create the space that they need to feel safe with me while other people who are more similar personalities with me can, you know, I can just kind of totally relate on, on the same level. But mm-hmm. then there are times when there are people who just need to get over it, right? Because this is just me, and I can't, I can only do so much to cater to somebody else. At some point, they have to do their part, and, you know, to meet me where I am. So, right. So it's kind of, you have to kind of learn that balance, and it starts with re- being really super self-aware. Am I being open to something that I, sh- or am I being closed off to something that I should be open to, or is my intuition telling me that that's just bad information and I don't need to follow it? So, so it's really important to just kind of examine. Yeah, well, you just, that was some really great information. And one thing I want to just kind of reiterate that I think you it's really nailed. Sometimes, as you mentioned, it's not specifically the information that maybe bothers us, or maybe this, but it's our, you know, the the the, the gold is sort of in examining your response to it. Yeah. Um, I heard <clears throat> I heard somebody else the other day. He said uh, we were talking about this topic um, in a similar way, and they were saying when you have this sort of chatter sometimes in your own head, right? Sometimes what we're mm-hmm. saying to ourselves, um, you know, if it's, if, if it's something that you really can't solve and for which there is no real solution, you know, mm-hmm. then you sort of know that that's, just, that that's just something you should ignore and move on from. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because, because the solution really isn't possible. It's just sort of your, your mind's way. And, and I think taking feedback or, or getting some you know, advice from someone, um, if your reaction to it is to immediately resist, you might want to investigate why. Again, as you mentioned, because it could be because it's spot on and it's something you don't really want to deal with. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so those were that, that was really good insight. Now I'd love to talk a little bit more about communication styles. You, you touched on that, and I think that that's something um, I know that I work on. And 
I think it's something that a lot of people just sort of assume is um, is just kind of how they are, and, and may not really understand or appreciate how they could improve or how it may really be helpful to them in their work life, their daily life, and being able to improve those communication skills. If there's one kind of great tip you would have about that, um, what would you share with us on regarding just improving communication? Yeah, I, I think that it's super important to understand that, you know, like like you said, so, you know, some people are speaking so loudly you can't hear what they say, you know, that, mm-hmm. that thing. And it's, it's really important to remember that, that catering your communication style to um, better match the other person's is one of the most gracious and hospitable things that you can do, right? Because the goal isn't ju- just, if you're truly serious about communication, communication is a two-way street. If you really, really want to be successful in business, if you want to be successful in life, you need to learn how to communicate successfully. And communication is not just about being heard. It's about being understood, and it's about hearing and understanding the other person as well. It's a two-way street. I, I'm reminded of, of a very uh, a woman that I was in when I was pregnant with my son. We were in the same, there was like an iVillage, I, I can't remember what they were called, but like this, this message board that you could be on when you're going through yeah. a pregnancy, right? And um, she became a very popular blogger, but she was, and it was partially because she was so passionate and, and adamant about her position on a number of different things having to do with childbirth and parenting. And she became a very popular blogger, but she also made a lot of people angry. And I, was, I remember feeling very often feeling like I still believe in her message, but I can't, she's, she's turning so many people off because of the way she um, talks to people about her views that they can't hear the really valid arguments that she's making to support her cause. And so she was ineffective in, in a lot of ways. And so when we're talking and tailoring our communication style for um, another person, it's, it's simply being gracious and hospitable so that they can actually hear the point that you're trying to make instead of being distracted by the way you're saying it, right? And that's what you ultimately want. That's what's going to bring you success. So if I'm in a sales situation, so for example, with the DISC personality, I'm I'm a D. I'm a very high D personality. That makes me very task-oriented. It makes me very uh, somebody who I will run a conversation if if you let me, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I can just kind of take over. And somebody who has a different personality style might be very, I can see how they would be very intimidated by that. So if I'm trying to sell to somebody who is a different personality style, it's going to be in my best interest to make sure that I'm communicating with them in a way that makes them feel safe and secure and comfortable so -hmm. that they can hear the information that they need from me to make a yes decision. If I'm just totally annoying them with my communication style, they're not going to make a yes decision. They're going to leave, and then they're going to go tell their friends how annoying I was. <laughs> right? So right. In, in, in business and in life, it makes a lot of sense to learn about your communication style and the communication style of others so that you can have the most successful conversations possible. That's really great input. I think a lot of times we you know, especially in this day and age, sometimes if you're a blogger or if you're if you have an online presence in or business, whether it's just business or personal, um, we're often 
counseled to you know to sort of take a to take a stand right to have a voice and to have an opinion um and but I love your example um that doesn't mean just because you're passionate or have a very strong feelings about a certain topic or a certain event even or something like that it it, it doesn't mean that you still can't communicate what you're feeling or communicate your opinions or your information um and still let the message be heard as opposed to, you know, the style in which you're doing it. I think that's really mm-hmm. helpful. You know, on social media we see so often, you know, the uh, sort of the, it brings out some of, in some cases it brings out the best in us <laughs> when right. people are sharing great information and, and, and things that really inspire and, and uplift us. And then sometimes obviously it brings out the worst when we're not communicating very well or we're being very sort of, I, I kind of liken it to a, uh, you know, we're just trying to hit people over the head with something. And, and obviously, you know, that message isn't really going to resonate. Right, right. If you're just, if you're doing all of the talking, you're not learning a whole lot about what could help you um, be more successful. And I think, too, for, and the other thing, you know, when you're doing 100%, our, our mutual friend, Angela G., came from uh, Savor the Success is always saying yep. you have to do 100% of your 50%, right? So you have to make sure that, you're always doing your part, but that's all you can do. And, and let's face it, there are going to still be people out there who don't, who don't like you or who don't like your stuff, and that's okay. You know, if, I, if somebody comes into my home and I offer them a glass of water and they say, I'm not thirsty, no thank you, I'm, I'm not going to go crawl in the corner and curl up and suck, start sucking my right. thumb because they, they – didn't want my glass of water. They're, they're just not thirsty. Well, it's the same thing, you know, with, with life and business. Not everybody is my ideal client. Not everybody is going to adore me, but they don't have to because I know I'm going to speak effectively to the people and there are going to people be people out there who love the 100% of my 50% that I do and they're going to come with their own 100. So those are, are the people that I'm going to play with, you know. So I think it's this fine balance between making sure that, I'm, I'm communicating and I'm doing everything that I can possibly do to accept the feedback that I'm receiving, to make certain adjustments, and, and to um, communicate effectively and well. And then at some point, it does need to become the other person's um, responsibility to do the same. So it's, it's this yeah. fine balance of, of doing all that. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I think you you worked you explained that very well. I love that. I've forgotten about that. You're hundred percent of your fifty percent, but that's so true. And and it is okay if you know that you're there and you're doing that and it's still not resonating with someone, you know, that's okay, right? We don't have to we don't have to impact every single person we come into contact with. It's okay to to resonate with the people that you do um, that you do and some people are going to graciously accept your information and that's you know that's what we're looking for um, right. before we go um, and wrap up I would love to know just if there's something today and I know that you help people a lot with communication style and also in being able to you know really develop leadership skills and abilities so if there's mm-hmm. if there's one kind of key thing that if someone's listening that they feel like saying great you know I feel like I'm communicating well I'm maybe not seeing results or I'd like to take that next step maybe what would one key thing be that you might recommend I I definitely recommend coaching and it's not just because I am a coach I mean and and your listeners mm-hmm. can go anywhere to be coached but 
coaching changed my life. And long before I ever thought I was going to become a coach, I, I got a coach. And, having, and, and it can either be in the form of a one-on-one coach or it can be in the form of an accountability group right. or, you know, something along those lines. Because when you're receiving, when you are, it, first of all, it takes a very, very brave, courageous person to take the step of vulnerability and raw exposure that it takes to enter into a coaching arrangement, right, mm-hmm. a coaching agreement or an accountability group. But once you do that, it, is, it can be life-changing because we are so close. You know, if we're trying to climb a mountain and we are nose pressed up against that base of the mountain, we cannot see the peak, you know. Right, and right. very often we can't see, you know, five steps ahead of us. We can only see the big brick wall that, or, you know, stone wall that's right in front of our face. Right, and that can be frustrating. That can be difficult. We, it's it's really hard. But when you are able to receive the objective uh, viewpoint of another person who's trained, and here's my thing: if you're going to be, if you're going to go with coaching, please, 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 make sure you're working with a trained coach because there are a lot of people out there who call themselves coaches who are not trained in the actual process of coaching and there is a an actual process there's a coaching model and and not not everybody who just because they have experience in something doesn't necessarily mean that they're trained to coach other people and and that's kind of a pet peeve of mine but um when you're you're with a trusted well-trained coach who's able to take you through a transformational model something really amazing can happen that you might not be able to do on your own and even now as i am now that i am a coach my other coaching friends and I often joke, you know, oh, I can sit here and do this for other people all the time, but I can't <laughs> even do it for myself, you know, because it's human nature, you know. And the same yeah, thing in an accountability group, as long as you're hanging out with the right kind of people. So, Right. No, that's terrific. I really appreciate it. Um, you've been a fantastic guest. Um, oh, we are you. going to have, we'll have uh, all of your contact information in the show notes, your website, and, and for uh, People, go ahead and give us your website just in case there's someone listening right now who wants to jot it down or look it up really quickly and get in contact. Sure. It's vision, www.vision2mission.net. So it's vision, V-I-S-I-O-N, uh, to the, the word to, T-O, mission, M-I-S-S-I-O-N, dot net. I hope I spelled vision to mission correctly. Just now, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> oh, I, no, you did. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, again, I appreciate your insight. Um, you really have given us a ton of valuable information and in a really helpful way. And I, I love talking with you. I could talk about this kind of thing with a lot all day long. Oh. It's really what um, what I enjoy, and I certainly appreciate your time today. Um, and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. It was so much fun. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks. Till next time, have fun, be you, and share your sound advice with the world. For more info and show notes, or to connect with Phyllis, go to soundadvicesales.com or on Facebook at Sound Advice Sales.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.